production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What is multi-gig internet and why do you want it? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host with Pioneer, and I'm joined on this episode by Matt Daniel, who is the Central Office Supervisor for Mountain Telephone in Kentucky. Thanks for joining me, Matt. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate your time and asking me to join you. Yeah, so Matt just hopped off the stage here at the uh, the Calix Connections Conference. That's why you may hear a little bit of background noise or, or smooth jazz over the overhead uh, for the um, uh, from the hotel. Um, and we're recording on a portable microphone, so the sound quality may not be what it is uh, other times. But but I like the session that, that Matt did. I've been wanting to do a podcast about multi-gig internet for a while, and I thought Matt presented it well. So I guess first let's let's define the term. Uh, for folks. What what do we mean when we say multi-gig internet offerings? So um, for about uh, probably at least a decade, gig offering um, uh, as, as standardized by the industry was one gig by one gig synchronous upstream and downstream. Most customers use down. They don't use much of the up. Old DSL technology was using the technology to try to get all that down and they were reserving frequencies for the upstream. So we get into a synchronous world, uh, 100 meg, 500 meg, one gig. Uh, Now we're talking about the possibility of technology available to deliver two gig synchronous, five gig synchronous up to in the near future, a 10 gig synchronous to the home. So so we're, we're talking about internet this, this really fast <laughs> and uh, to sum it up, what all, and one of the things here, obviously at the Calix conference, there's a lot of talk about technology, but, but what kind of things are involved? Um, and again, knowing the audience is mainly marketing communications folks. What are some of the basics on what's involved in going from uh, a gigabit as your top speed into that, that multi-gig world? Um, if you have a uh, outside plant, currently offering one gig services, the the multi-gig uh, is pretty well handled by the COE or the central office equipment in the back end. Um, it's an evolution from where we are now. Uh, there's active and G-Pawn uh, technologies and XGS pawn of course is 10 gig pawn. That's what the XG is, is meant to be a standard of. Um, it operates over the exact same fiber. It's a bi-directional transmission. And, that, and that's an important part is, is once the fiber's in the ground or on the poles, we're not talking about having to, to redo all of that. That's correct. Uh, as long as you're not pushing your, uh, your optical budget too much, uh, you should be able to just keep evolving to the next generation of COE over the same outside plant fiber, and it shouldn't be degrading. Um, everything that has been put in the ground probably in the last six to eight years, it's been really high quality fiber. Um, how good people are maintaining their splices, if they're using uh, core alignment or if they're using uh, 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 the other alignment process, the, the name eludes me right now, I apologize. But uh, depending on the, 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 how well they're maintaining their outside plant, there's no limit to the transmission rate of the fiber itself, uh, as long as you have a good quality and you don't, you're not getting into that link loss budget where you've got so many splices and you can't get the transmission end to end. And it's all typically to the home is bi-di, which means you are transmitting one direction on one light frequency and receiving the other direction on a different light frequency. So you're operating that transmit and receive on one fiber, which is very efficient in the network. Exactly, yep. So. 
when we're we're looking at the multi-gig XGS like you talked about, um, what are some of the reasons why, and I don't know if you want to get into numbers about subscribers, how many folks you have on gig and that sort of stuff now, but what are some of the reasons why, um, you know, a gig is, is not good enough? Why, why do you, what's the need um, and why are some of the reasons why you at, at Mountain and then other folks in the rural telecom space are, are looking at multi-gig service? Uh, well, I think the pandemic opened a lot of eyes for us about working from home, uh, telemedicine, and some of the things that have been buzzwords for the last five years during conferences. Um, we all knew this was a possibility. Um, the, the restrictions about getting out and being with other people really kind of drove home the need. Uh, oftentimes I'm asked, we're our own ISP, I'm often asked, did you see a doubling of your bandwidth? No, I didn't see a doubling of my bandwidth. The actual throughput didn't really, it, it rose, but it wasn't anything that I couldn't project for five years from historical data. Interesting. But what I saw was the full load demand started earlier in the day. Oh, okay. So instead of seeing a full load demand at four o'clock when school's out, everybody comes home and they're streaming their TV and it lasts till about midnight and drops off, it came in at nine o'clock in the morning and stayed sustained for the day. Okay. So our, our, the amount of traffic we put through was greater, but the peaking wasn't double. So um, to, the, to that end, uh, we, we, we learned that I guess if you build it, they will come, you know, to, to use a term from the movie. Um, great think, movie, by the way, one yeah, of my favorites. Exactly, that's a great movie. So I think that, that, that VR is probably gonna become a reality for social media before anything else. Uh, and so, Virtual reality. Virtual reality, that's right, like the Oculus headset and that sort of thing. I think the meta company, uh, AKA Facebook and those groups, I think they're gonna try to move people to that as their social media uh, um, standard, I really do. Uh, and you're talking about something that's going to be using the better part of probably 500 meg or more synchronous. You've got to be receiving data for you to see and take your input and do something with it. So I think that, that that's a huge need. And that, that doesn't even count what else is going on in the home at the same time that, that's, that you're needing that 500. That is precisely. And that's what I was going to say, Andy, is that in summary, our customers don't need a gig but there are so many things going on inside of a home now at the same time, you do need more than 10 meg internet. You need more than 50 meg internet because your thermostat, your uh, wireless cameras you bought on Amazon, your, your, your Fire Stick, your Amazon Cube, the five cell phones in the house, a laptop, all these things are constantly using traffic. Um, I had a, a good friend of mine who, who upgraded to our gig service, and have her, they have her IPTV, uh, and I have two teenage sons. And uh, I got a call after they upgraded to our gig service and she said, or it wasn't a gig, it was 100 meg, I'm sorry, they upgraded to 100 meg. She's like, we can't watch a movie on our Netflix. I was like, what are you talking about? You, you got 100 meg. So I get in and look around the network a little bit, go, well, there's something in your house that's pulling about 90 meg. What are you talking about? Everything's off. Well, let's just go see through the house. So I'll walk them through it and it turns out they're, they're two teenage sons. Each of them have an Xbox. Oh, two Xboxes. Two Xboxes. Mm -hmm. And they had the screen, they had the TV in the room turned off to all go watch a movie together as a family. But what were they doing in the background? They were downloading the new Call of Duty. They were downloading, the, so these two Xboxes were just hogging all of the internet yeah. traffic. Mm -hmm. And of course the customer didn't realize that. It's like, no, you gotta turn that off because it's constantly drawing bandwidth. 
Or get a higher package. Or get a higher package, that's right. <laughs> so the, the best way that I've heard it described um, is somebody um, way back, uh, I heard him compare a gigabit service to a Hemi mm -hmm. that, you know, in, in your truck. No, you don't have to know what a Hemi does. It's, you know, the shape of the valve is hemispherical instead of conical. Yeah. So, but what all, you, all people need to know about a Hemi is that you want it because it's good. <laughs> that's so, right. and that's some of what you guys are doing in terms of being a leader uh, against potential competition or any of that. Some of that um, with the multi-gig service, uh, some of that approach is kind of what, what y'all are after by, by offering that. Is that fair? That's fair. Uh, I've been with Mountain Telephone for better than 20 years. When I started, we had about 600 dial-up customers. So ever since about 2001, we have, we have always uh, strived to, to have the best network that we can possibly have. Uh, and whether or not our customers get the full, whether or not they take advantage of the full benefits, we need to be able to offer the benefits, especially as a cooperative. Our customer owner base depends on us to make sure that first of all, it's dependable, it's redundant, it's resilient. But secondly, it needs to perform as expected. And uh, our customer demands, although they may not be the high percentage of them, our customer demands are demanding a little more, a little more, and a little more always. So this is trying to stay ahead of that curve. We've talked about uh, some of the cases already, but um, who are the gig customers right now? And who, who do you think are going to be the multi-gig customers either, either now or in the next couple of years? So everybody always wants to say that the gamers are the gig customers. Our network is low latency anyway. So even at 100 meg, gaming is still improved because uh, especially if you're playing uh, point of view games, uh, that latency is very important. But a lot of our one gig customers are gamers. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not the majority of them. Uh, some customers have it just because they want the Hemi. Yeah. I mean, that's just all there is to it. <laughs> right. They want the Hemi. Give so me the best. Give me the best. Yep. Uh, another another uh, aspect we've seen uh, we've seen several businesses. Uh, so we have some local uh, doctor or uh, nurse practitioner offices that have, have subscribed to our one gig services as well. Uh, and, and that's going very well. They're providing their own firewall, uh, things like that. Uh, we're just providing a, you know, a broadband connection for a gig. But um, also, too, we just have some general customers who work from home or they are um, uh, just high users. I mean, they, 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 they've got a camera system. Uh, they're, they're maybe they're, they've moved into the area and they're homesteaders and they got a camera on everything because they, they, they come from an area where they don't feel as safe as they would be in our territory. Sure. Uh, and they want to be able to see that from their phone when they're not at home. Uh, and and uh, people have uh, home monitors, of course, with children and things like that. Sometimes those, those newer ones are, of course, are video. You get a little more higher throughput there. And if they're not home, they're wanting to keep up with what the babysitter's doing. Right. They don't want to delay. They want to see everything going on. So generally speaking, it's probably about 30% gamers. And the other 70% is people that just want the Hemi or they think they need the gig for their homework, uh, their, their work from work home from business. Home. I said homework, but sure. work from home. Uh, and, uh, and just uh, to get the best performance out of their network. 
Exactly. Now, the, one of the last things, uh, two, two more questions for you. You talked about gamers, and I know we had uh, Lisa Fannin on uh, an episode in March to talk about the gaming tournament you did. So while we got you, you mentioned it in your presentation, but um, part of that for anybody who didn't hear that episode, it was one of the ones we recorded live at Story Connect. Um, you guys did a Madden tournament. Uh, you had uh, folks come in and um, uh, you know, play uh, Madden, and then the folks that participated got an upgrade to the gigabit speed for a while. And now that it's been a few months, um, you said that, that it's been a pretty good, pretty good results, pretty good return in terms of how many of those folks kept that gigabit service once they, once they tried it. Yeah, I would have to ask Rick, uh, Lisa and Ricky to get the exact stat, but I think we had a, right around a 40 to 50% take rate of keeping that gig. So, I mean, that's, that's really good. I mean, you give 10 people the chance and five of them keep it, you know, that's, that's just, it's just really shows that I guess they saw the benefit of it and, uh, and, and uh, weighed that against the cost of it and felt like it was, uh, it was right for them. Got it. Last, uh, last question for you. What advice would you have? Because uh, it is an investment to go, uh, to, certainly to get to the, you know, to be able to offer gigabit, but then to go multi-gig, it's certainly an investment. So if, if there's some folks at an organization that may or may, or may not be skeptical uh, about, you know, do we need to do this? What advice do you have to somebody who's kind of considering going down the road uh, where you guys are about uh, offering that, that uh, the multi-gigabit service? Do your research. Uh, I know you can do a lot of polling uh, and, and just uh, surveys with your customer base. Uh, I think you're going to realize that you're, you're going to have a percentage who really, really want the service. Um, and then you're also going to find a large number of people who don't think they need it. Uh, we, we found out we're actually changing our fiber lineup to uh, begin at 100 meg. So our base internet offering on our website is 100 meg synchronous. That's awesome. And then goes up from there because we run our own help desk and we found out that, that you know, a good percentage of our truck rolls are because customers are just consuming their bandwidth. Uh, and we fought this battle for a long time to try to convince them that they need to have something higher, they need to have something higher. Um, and so we kind of met in the middle. You know, we've said, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna raise what this base rate is. Uh, we still have some legacy plans that were confusing. And, and I think that's something else too. If you're gonna go into the multi-gig, you need to get rid of those legacies that look like your DSL or your WISP offering or whatever you had. Get rid of those and move up with your technology as well. And that's what we've been doing for the last year, trying to do that. So um, look for federal funding. Uh, you know, there's tons of federal funding going on right now with broadband, uh, state and federal funding. So if you're looking at doing multi-gig, talk to your in-state rep for bead money and those sort of things because it's available. Uh, and then I would also encourage you to join um, industry associations because there's a lot of good information uh, coming from those industry associations uh, where we all talk and share and do things like this podcast to talk about you know, how, to, how to do this better, how to do it uh, well, and uh, how to reach our customers and provide the best service we can. You tied that up nice with a bow right there at the end, just like a, just like a professional. So well, Matt, I appreciate the time. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate you. So he is Matt Daniel. He's a Central Office Supervisor at Mountain Telephone. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Johns. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio. 